So what follows is the uh, log, the second part of my uh, lean gaining uh, log. Really my first ever lean gaining uh, stint, I guess we'll say that. Um, and it, it came with some twists and turns. There was a lockdown that happened and sort of forced me into some interesting decisions. And, and so this covers what I decided to do for that, which, spoiler alert, I, I threw in an unplanned mini cut and some home training, uh, which I kind of covered what I did for that. And um, and then just kind of finished it off, this part of the th this log, uh, shortly after things sort of resumed to normal and and uh, got back to the gaining so uh, so here it is and uh, yeah enjoy crap what is the date today january 6th a um, little late to this but i figured i would start the next phase of my uh, lean gaining log i just started a uh, the the 2022 transformation challenge uh with with uh, uh burn the fat feed the muscle tom venuto's site i did this last year that kick started a long uh, really good about 10 month um, fat burning phase for me this one is a little bit different I the main reason I signed up for it well one of the main reasons was that my wife was kind of interested in doing it because she saw how good having the structure worked for me last year so she wanted to give it a try and so I, I joined it partly because j just to accompany her on this um, I guess on this uh, or in this process uh, the other reason is I, I thought you know structure never hurts so I figured this would give me three months I'll see, months I'll see where I start and where I finish as far as lean gained uh, a lean gaining cycle now the one thing that I did want to mention this morning because it it's funny I opened up the fridge and I saw cake in there it's my daughter's it's not her actual birthday, but she's going to be in school when her actual birthday hits. So we're celebrating her birthday actually tonight. Uh, so I, I saw her cake in there, and I was and I was thinking about this idea. This I'm I'm working on lean gaining, and you uh, you might have heard the the expression before, clean bulking. And I mean, it's it's such a weird thing because the idea of eating cake. To build muscle is so counterintuitive, um, but that seems to be what happens. The idea of trying to get enough clean calories in it just seems extremely unrealistic. That would be the ideal. Ideally, your body would have the nutrients it can actually use, as opposed to junk food. But the reality is, it's really hard to get in those calories. And, and when you talk about clean, you're talking about usually like lean meats and, and vegetables and things like that. Um, it, it's easier when you add in fats, and that's a good way to get the calories up. But uh, my goodness, it's, uh, 
it's very hard and it's so it is counterintuitive to think well I'm gonna eat some junk food to help build uh, help with my fitness goals more or less um, yeah it's, it's very strange uh, but like I said, get, getting those calories in, it, it is an important component of it, having enough calories so that you can, you know, your signal to your body that I'm, I'm in an anabolic state. I'm in a state where I'm adding, um, not subtracting. You don't need to <laughs> worry so much, Mr. Body, about uh, re retaining calories or rather pulling them from other areas and and slowing that process so anyway maybe when my it, it's friggin it's like 6 30 in the morning maybe when my brain's clear i'll actually be able to articulate what i'm thinking here uh, sunday january 9th woke up to a kind of cool little surprise um greg you said actually commented on one of my videos that was that was nice it was about uh, and it was very positive what he said which really kind of energized me for my workout this morning uh, what it was, I, I've started doing some YouTube videos and um, I decided to do one that was reviewing Greg Doucette last year and the ways that he, his advice kind of helped me to lose a lot of weight and just because I figured since he's a YouTuber it made sense to do it on YouTube. Um, I, I, not that I'm back at it, but I started doing a couple videos. I did one uh, shortly after that where I was talking about a specific bicep movement and came back and realized holy crap that's it's got uh over 1200 views which is a, a lot for me um so it's again it's kind of energizing it's like okay cool so what are some other ideas that people might be interested in and um and i so i talked about the some of the drama going on with greg Doucette and how some people are accusing of things and it's a little bit silly and and it's not completely without merit but i wanted to take an honest nuanced approach to it i you know i'm not gonna hitch myself to one bandwagon or the other really and I know that's going to limit my viewership but whatever it's how I that's how I do it so anyway uh so anyway yeah that was that was kind of cool so he commented and and said he likes that I'm a <laughs> kind of free thinker and that I'm I'm not dogmatically going to listen to him or the people opposed to him so yeah that was it that's kind of cool it's January 10th um I'm going to need you to bear with me here for a minute. I'm a little bit confused at the moment. I, I was thrown off a little bit on, on my way back from the gym. Uh, I saw something really weird happen. It, it was a car that was backwards and coming towards me in my lane. It was very weird for a split second. Then what I realized was it was kind of over a hill and what it was, it was one of those uh, trucks that that has cars loaded up on it and it was just kind of turning but it was because of the angle of the road it looked like a car that was anyway was backwards coming towards me in my lane very strange anyway um okay so it's uh yeah as i say monday january 10th and it's it worked it just so happened to work out that today was chest day for me Monday, chest day, yay. It means that basically everybody who doesn't have an, an otherwise designed program defaults to chest on Monday. So the things I wanted to use weren't available when I wanted them. It makes you, it made me um, 
think about the idea of auto-regulation type programming, which is basically you sort of go by feel and you do kind of what you want to do. And that's more or less what I did. I basically just found machines or equipment or free weights, whatever, where I could kind of still do work the muscles I wanted to work, but it wasn't necessarily the movements I wanted in the order I wanted. So that means that markers for progression become extremely difficult. Now I've been finding I've been doing this kind of thing more frequently while going to the commercial gym because as, I mean I, I'm sure I take for granted when I'm able to work out at, at my, the gym at work which is a great gym and there's generally no no one else there or maybe one person so I can do what I want in the order I want this would also be the benefit if you have a well set up uh, home gym one that you actually use uh, but in the commercial gym, it's a little bit different. You're kind of at the mercy of what's available. Um, which makes tracking progress a little bit more challenging. So it's just got me wondering, thinking about that. And, and actually, in a way, kind of rethinking perhaps my position on um, the idea of reps in reserve and that type of thing where it's like if you're going to the point where you feel or not necessarily reps in reserve but actually your markers for failure if you're pushing yourself too close to failure meaning failure meaning um, when you can no longer perform any more reps with good form uh, safely then I mean, your muscles don't know how much weight is going through them. So theoretically, you should be progressing. If Again, if you're doing the other things like eating to accommodate the progression and so on, um, you should be progressing. It's just hard to measure it and track it and, and ensure that, in fact, you are doing that. And say you, you, in the example of bench press, well, you could say, okay, last time... At the start of my, at this point in my workout, I did this much weight for this many reps with bench press, so I'm going to try to do better than that. It, it's just mentally a little bit easier to keep track of that. Now, obviously, there's other factors that complicate it, such as, um, like, say your arms are at a slightly different angle, or you, your your range of motion is slightly different. These things complicate that, that further, but um, it, it's just a weird thing I've got to think about because I put so much emphasis on progression being the primary driver for trying to, uh, to add muscle. Um, one of the things I've been doing my last few workouts is this it's uh, something I, I actually picked up off faz lifts uh, it's an idea of altering my warm-ups a little bit so what I do is I actually have been doing on a lot of the movements for warm-up sets so one will be fairly light about 15 reps and then one will be sort of moderate a little bit so I'll, I'll increase the weight a little bit, but only do 10 reps. None of these are to failure. 
then I'll increase the weight a little bit and then only do like five reps. Then what I'll do is, so this presumes that you kind of know what your working weight is going to be. And I generally, for a lot of my working sets, I'd try to be within, well, generally speaking, six to 12 reps. But earlier in the session, it's usually six to eight. And then later it's more like 10 to 12, but whatever. So about 10% above for my last warm-up set, about 10% above the um, the working weight that I'm targeting, I'll do just and and I'll do just one rep. So that's obviously again not to failure. It's just getting underneath heavy weight and and kind of and it. So it, it's something I was playing with sets of ones in terms of trying to work on progression. But I think this is actually better because it's just a warm-up set, and you still then can do the working sets that go close to failure. Um, this actually is something, an idea I kind of toyed with in the past as well, because I was very much interested in something uh, called the contrast principle. It's a psychological uh, principle that, that basically says when you compare two things to each other, um, if you do something harder first, the other thing actually seems easier than it actually is. So the theory here being that you lift a heavy weight just for one rep, than your actual working sets, you should be able to push that just because you're mentally tuned in. It's, it's a, a mental trick, but it gets you to push the weights uh, heavier than perhaps you might have been able to otherwise. That in addition to giving you a good warm-up. Um, and just getting you used to being under heavy weights is probably a good thing because one of the things that can happen, one of the, the practical problems with weightlifting is sometimes you get a little bit intimidated by heavy weight. So if you use a weight that's heavier than you would lift for your working sets, but, but not so heavy that it's going to cause any kind of risk of injury or, or um, death, I guess, um, it can have a good psychological effect. So, uh, so this is what I've been doing, and I found it quite helpful. Again, it, it doesn't really solve the issue of, okay, am I actually progressing? It might mean that that's drawn out a little bit because now it'll take a little while longer till you can get back to the movement you wanted to test the progression on. But I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to think a little bit more on that one. Um, so yeah, t uh, today is actually day or uh, weigh in day one on the. Uh, can't remember if I mentioned this. Uh, my wife and I decided to sign up for the Burn the Fat, Feed the Muscle Transformation Challenge um, starting uh, for the new year. I started this last year and it basically started me down the path of having incredible results and incredible adherence. Uh, so we decided to sign up. Uh, for my wife, it's more like it, it's her first time doing a transformation challenge, so it'll be fun for see if it works for her. Uh, for me, it's it's well, mostly it's just to accompany her so she's not alone in doing this. Um, also, it I don't know, it, I probably won't hurt to have sort of structure to my lean gain thing. And, and measurements, the weekly check-ins, you, you'll see where you are as in terms of making progress in a, each and every week for 12 weeks. So, yeah, so today's day one for, uh, for checking in. I've actually looked at the numbers already and uh, my numbers are identical uh, over this first week, which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but at, le at least they're not worse. So, January 12th, what to say today? Well, 
the main thing is it's I, I woke up this morning and realized how stupid everything has been I realized 2020 was a year of start and stop and that pissed me off it killed my momentum 2021 I wanted to find a solution to that I wanted to keep momentum on my side even though gyms were opening and closing uh, the previous year and what did we find in 2021 same thing especially in the early part of the year there was a lot of closures and things here we are 2022 same fucking thing we're at the point where I can't go into work because of the Omicron it's getting ridiculous I know I'm not alone in this but it is frustrating and these fucking idiot politicians who are pushing their mandatory vaccines that don't even work. They certainly don't work to slow the spread of vaccines. You can't make that argument because people, because this, if Omicron's doing anything, it's proving that uh, it spreads. It's going to spread whether you have the vaccine or not. What does it do? What does the vaccine do? Well, it, it reduces the severity of the symptoms supposedly uh, okay so if you want if you're likely to get it and want lesser uh, severity in, of your symptoms get it if you're not worried about it and you don't care don't whatever that should be the end of it but it's not they still they clung on to this narrative and they have to run with it because otherwise they have to admit that they're soulless ethicless is ethicless a word? I don't know. But they, they're, they're immoral assholes. It's, uh, it's January 13th, and there's a bit of an annoying update I have today. It's not even official yet, but it's looking like this is going to happen, which is that uh, the, the gyms here are going to be closed. And when they close things, it's the shortest I've seen the closures is two weeks but more likely it's going to be like a month because you know we have to keep spreading fear for Omicron and try to slow the spread or whatever they're trying to do um, piss people off maybe I don't know why would you want to piss people off and then expect them to vote for you again I don't know I don't get it nonetheless um, it kind of screws up my entire training program um, my plan has been to do this lean bulk and I'm just part way through it really I'm, I'm not even like a third of the way through and so what do I do now do I do a mini cut without a gym do I do my training at home I don't know I'm coming up with a plan that's I guess today's job is to freaking come up with a plan of what I'm gonna do I have a couple ideas on that but I mean, it hasn't been as bad lately because I've work has been to minimal staff, so I haven't been able to go into work, and they closed the gym at work, but I got the membership to the commercial gym because at least they've been open, so at least it hasn't been ideal. I don't like when I have to work from home and when I don't have access to a gym at work, whatever, but at least I've had a commercial gym but well now it's looking like I won't even have that so what am I supposed to do like just sit and become a slug is that what they want like 
all in the name of health too. Like the one and only job these arseholes have is to make our lives better. And they've consistently proven that they are like intent on making them worse. I, like I said, I don't understand it. I don't understand the mentality. It's like you once you get a taste of power, you like you stop caring about what people want and you don't care about trying to serve the people. It's about trying to push your purposes which who even knows what those are because they're very secretive about them and they're secretive about their, their intended outcome and their reasonings and whatever and because the reasonings they give don't actually make any sense anyway I am clearly a little frustrated today so uh, yeah forgive the sound quality here I'm in my car I'm, I don't know I've kind of that point where the give a shit meter is turned down. You know, I realized a couple minutes ago, <laughs> I've observed this before, but more so in other people than in myself. It's just so exhausting being so upset. And that's, and, I, and I'm kind of furious right now. And it is really draining on me to be this upset. Like, I mean, this is the way it's it's funny because this is how people were reacting to Donald Trump, right? They were just, they lost their minds because of how upset they were. And I feel I'm losing my mind right now, but it's not like it's media driven. It's not that it's coming from, you know, a news outlet source. It's coming directly from the, the people. And like, I'm not, I'm upset the gyms are now going to be closed indefinitely. I'm upset that my plan is thrown out for the year, but I'm almost more upset by this fucking attitude of these people. They, the, the quote was, well, I don't know the quote exactly, but it was basically what he said is he said, life is going to become ex uh, increasingly difficult for the non-vaccinated. You fucking asshole, when you know you know that these things aren't working. They're not stopping the spread. If they were stopping the spread, then there wouldn't be any cases right now, you fucktard. But there are because it doesn't stop the spread. Does it? Do they make it the symptoms better for people individually? Probably, yes. I'll concede that. That's why I got in in the first fucking place. But to say... Yeah, we're going to do everything we can to compel people to, to get it. It's like, fuck you, you piece of shit, you heartless, soulless motherfucker. Yeah, I'm a little bit mad. I'm a little bit mad that I cast my vote. Well, I don't think I actually voted for this motherfucking piece of shit. Thank goodness. I think I did in the previous election, but the, the most recent one, I didn't vote for this dog shit piece of fuck. I mean, I was glad the liberal guy didn't get in. He'd probably friggin' be worse. This guy, what a piece of shit. It's very Trudeau-esque. It's very abusive language. It's very tyrannical. And then these motherfuckers, you know what they had the gall to do? They said, oh, here's an app you can have courtesy of the government of New Brunswick. Here's an app to reduce your anxiety. You sons of bitches. 
You're the ones causing the anxiety, you motherfuckers. It's it's mind-boggling. It's frigging mind-boggling how arrogant these assholes are. It's Tuesday, January 18th, so a little update today. Uh, yes, the gyms are closed. As I've said, in the name of keeping us safe and healthy. <laughs> so stupid. Um, and the government had the audacity today to say, support local. It's like, you idiots, trying to turn it around on us when you've closed everything. Anyway, um, so my plan has shifted a little bit. What I decided I would do is do is do a mini cut for the two weeks while everything's closed. It's, it falls a little bit outside of the plan of what I wanted to do, but fortunately I did get about six weeks in of lean gaining and you know I've, I'm pushing a bit above 17% body fat now so that was kind of the upper limit of where I wanted to be so it's it's not the worst scenario um, I've got to do it with at home training of course uh, making use of the bands and um, dumbbells and parallel bars and pull up bars that I have at my disposal uh, it's okay. What I decided to do was I do the a, a uh, basically a full body high frequency style uh, training. We'll, we'll we'll see if that works or not. I figured it. A few things um, I was thinking of toying with. For one thing, it's I'm not going to be able to lift as heavy. So how do you make up for that? thing is you don't want to lose too much strength so you got to make up for it somewhere in some senses it does seem like okay this would be an ideal time to deload as well in a sense I am deloading because I like I said I can't lift as heavy so definitely the intensity is getting deloaded so could I deload the volume and frequency as well I suppose I could um I'm not, I'm not convinced that would be totally necessary so I'm going to do it this way I'm going to see how it goes, how it hap how, uh, what impact it has. I think it'll be fine. Um, I, I don't think I don't think my muscle size will suffer too much. My strengths and my lifts after two weeks will probably suffer a little bit. But what my hope is is that during these two weeks, if I can at least increase my capacity a little bit. So some of the work I'm doing is uh, density focused. So trying to get as many reps in in a certain period of time as possible, that kind of thing. So it's trying to focus on the, the aspects of, of the muscles that I don't tend to spend a lot of time working on. Going to be doing a lot of supporting stuff, especially for my legs and hips and that. So just trying to make the most of it. I know that last year when everything was shut down for a few weeks, I think it was like a month, and I was... I wound up doing uh, while well, I was doing at home training it didn't set me far too much farther behind but my plan then was to cut anyway so I just tried to burn a lot of calories basically and do like essentially not quite crossfit but that kind of idea that the um, uh, what's it called metabolic resistance style training with the at home stuff a lot of circuits that kind of stuff it's not exactly my intention here um, 
I mean, my goal right now is lean gaining, but so it is a bit of a more of a setback this year. That being said, um, it also looks like it should be only two weeks long. I mean, they've told us this before, so who knows when they're going to decide to extend it. But um, I guess hopefully it is just the two weeks and, and then I can get back at it. Monday, January uh, 24th. So what to say? Well, I completed my first full week of the at-home training and well I guess it went I did it it's uh I'm finding ways to make it enjoyable as I go but that means a lot of changing things on the fly and you know progression progression kind of goes out the window a little bit you can't it's hard to measure it with some of these things but you just sort of train to basically failure that's what you have to do as as far as I can tell and just do your best and since it's been a mini cut, I've been going down in weight, and uh, so yeah, it's been going okay, I guess. Uh, as as annoying as it is. Um, what else? Yesterday's excitement. We saw the there was a freedom rally here in Moncton. Uh, I I actually didn't know it was happening, but uh, we were driving downtown. I happened to see it, and I saw them, and it was just such a good positive vibe around it. Like they're they're voicing their concerns in a in a respectful way and I think that's basically what you have to do. Uh, also, uh, this past weekend took my daughter back to Halifax to go to school. Uh, that had been delayed by about two weeks since they were doing uh, online learning for a couple weeks there to, I guess, Omicron related, whatever. Uh, so there was that. Um, yeah, I will say switching my diet sucks. I remember years ago I tried to do this program where it was like you try to be in a surplus for two days a week and deficit for three days a week or whatever to try to do a kind of recomp sort of thing but and I found it difficult. Little wonder I found it difficult because switching back and forth your diet is really difficult. Like I've been so freaking hungry lately. That's what always seems to happen for me is hunger. No matter whether I'm going from a, a cutting phase to a gaining phase, which it's counterintuitive, you wouldn't think it, but it does happen. It did happen. And or of course going from a, a gaining uh type diet over to a cutting diet, that makes sense that there would be hunger, but it's just it, it makes it quite difficult. So, you know, changing your calories by about a thousand a day makes a huge difference and so it's uh it's not something it's not something I want to be doing a lot of switching it up, you know. I, I, I like getting on a program and sort of sticking with it for a while, but I guess the idea with a mini cut is that it's short term discomfort to try to strip away some of the fat, and it seems to be kind of working. So, okay, I'm uh, on the way to work this morning uh, right now, and just had some ideas that were floating through my head. I just wanted to talk through while they're still fresh in my brain and. Because I was thinking, I was thinking about more obviously about these same things with the the merits of of mandatory vaccines and the reasons against it and for it and all that. I think it's I think it's always wise to try to see both positions in a fair light. And I've said this before that I think I think what you have to do is look at it 
the purpose of a society and it's to prevent the violation of people and ask yourself, well, which is a greater violation? Uh, the person who inadvertently uh, catches the disease and gives it to someone else or the person who knowingly uh, forces a drug into someone who doesn't want it? Which of those two is a greater violation? I think the answer seems quite clear in that sense. But it... Um, and the thing, the thing is we hear a lot of things thrown out like you've got to trust the science, you've got to trust the science and that frustrates me a little bit and so I was thinking about why that frustrates me so much and I think why it does is because the, for one thing the word science is being hijacked because they're not using it in a, a genuine sense and, and uh, well they, they are using it in a disingenuous uh, sense. What's the opposite of disingenuous? I don't know. Um, but they're so, I mean, you could say anything. You could say, oh, well, according to the science, God exists. So if you don't believe in God, then you're not following the science, right? Um, you, could, you can twist the term around to mean whatever you want. And so essentially what you're doing is you're taking all meaning out of the word. Uh, you're, you're actually cutting your own argument off at the knees in a sense because if your point is that you want people to follow what the science says, okay, the thing is there's a time and place for that and I think everybody with about 10 seconds of thought would agree with that because you could say scientifically uh, the, what's, what's the function of say evolution? It's to... Um, to survive and to reproduce. So the most advantageous thing for our species would be is to per perpetuate the species, to make sure the, uh, the earth, our home, is uh, sustainable, to make sure that our race is sustainable and can we continue to reproduce. So the, therefore, uh, the, the most science would suggest that anybody who doesn't contribute to that ought to be executed. For example, uh, homosexual people aren't going to be reproducing. Therefore, they should be executed. When you're saying follow the science, essentially you're saying that kind of logic is acceptable because no matter what the moral implications, if it seems scientifically advantageous, you should do it. I don't think anyone truly believes that. So to lie, and to suggest this is, you know, what, what would be the right choice, I think you're, you're again, being disingenuous. I'm, I'm all about truth. I think there's value in truth, which is why I hate so much when people try to twist language and, and things and compel you into speaking untruths. It's, it's a control tactic. It's a manipulation tactic. And it's trying to... It's trying to guilt people into saying things that they can very plainly see don't happen to be the truth. And and this is just it. Like, we just need to... This is why... The, the, the idea of scar, right? Very cunning. You can use logic and twist it into things and, and try to come up with compelling arguments that twist logic. But that doesn't make it morally right. You don't have to be... A, a master debater or a brilliant scientific mind to say, hold on, hurting people isn't right. Forcing your will on other people isn't right. So 
anyway, that's kind of what was going through my brain today. Uh, what else? I'll just finish up here just before I get to work here. Uh, carrying on with my, um, sort of, like I said, I'm in the car, so the audio quality is probably a bit goofy, but whatever. Um, carrying on with my at-home training program, it's going pretty good. I'm, I'm down, I'm down in weight till almost where I was at uh, at the start of my um, lean gaining phase, at least the true one, because um, I had a bit of a two-week buffer to lead into it. So that's interesting. It's it was a six-week uh, lean gaining thing, and I'm probably about let's see, I'm over a week. I'm probably about nine days into my uh, my mini cut so the timing seems about right because I was thinking for if I was going to do a mini cut and I think it was do for about every month you're lean gaining do about a week of a mini cut that seems about right from what I'm noticing it's frustrating in the sense that it feels like just spinning your wheels because you see if you just look at the weight hopefully <laughs> There's even if it's just a minute amount, because obviously putting on lean tissue is a long, slow process. So hopefully there's a little bit more muscle than than what there was to begin with. That's kind of what I'm counting on. Um, but it but as far as the actual numbers, the weight numbers, that, that seems to be about right. Is so about a month of lean gaining to uh, a week of cutting and. Um, and yeah, so, but I would say I probably wouldn't want to lean gain less than two months at a time just for establishing gains and all that. But anyway, I've gotten to work, so I'll follow up later. Actually, before I go here, I'll just make another quick note. Uh, something, so I was I was impressed by a couple people. I saw Matt Walsh on uh, Dr. Phil, and I've seen a few interviews as well with Jordan Peterson that have been quite heated. And, and I'm always quite amazed at how well these guys keep their composure when they're being attacked. Because I know when I'm being attacked by by people um, that like my heart rate goes up and my breathing gets goofy and stuff like this. And I'm like, how do these guys just keep their composure? And uh, There's some videos. Jordan Peterson has been asked this because other people have been impressed by it. And... It seems that one of the things he does, he suggests, because you don't, people uh, who do these things intuitively, they don't necessarily know how they do it. But he makes a good point. He's like, get outside yourself. Stop thinking about yourself. Because the, often they, they say, well, think about your breathing and fix your breathing. But the thing is, when you do that, you're going inside yourself. You're getting internal. So better idea, perhaps, is to think outside yourself, to think about the argument, think about your the person talking to you and where they're coming from and just, just get outside your own head a little bit. And, um, anyway, that's, that's, I don't know, kind of, kind of cool advice. It's Saturday, January 29th. So the gyms are officially reopened today. So I made it through the, it was, yeah, I guess it was about two weeks, almost two weeks exactly of no gyms. I wound up uh, I was I turned it into a mini cut as I was saying, so that went pretty well. I went down uh, about four pounds or so, so it worked out to a couple pounds a week, which was pretty good. Um, ready to get back at her, ready to get back to my lean gaining thing, ready to have get back to having a gym for fuck's sakes. Um, yeah, it, it was kind of weird because I was I went pretty early this morning. I got to the gym by seven. And I was surprised to see there wasn't many people there. I was kind of anticipating it to be 
full of people for a couple of reasons. For one thing, the gyms have been closed and, and now suddenly it's reopened. It was originally supposed to be, they said they were going to reopen as of Monday, but oh, the, the government, they're so nice to us. This They ended this lockdown that never should have happened a couple days early. Isn't that good of them? So anyway, I was expecting it to be quite busy, but it really wasn't. And, and the other reason I was expecting it to be busy is because a, a huge storm is coming our way. And um, and so we're going to be hunkered in. So I figured people would want to get to the gym before it hits and that kind of stuff. So, But anyway, uh, it wasn't that busy. So I was basically able to do what I wanted. So I, I did my chest and biceps day, so, which is the first day generally in my routine. But part of the reason I wanted to do it is because I didn't want to be hitting those parts on Monday when there's another chance that it might be crowded because... Uh, it's it's Monday. It'll be Monday morning. It'll be kind of back to normal schedules for people, and um, and that's when the the lockdowns were originally supposed to happen. So if people weren't paying attention or whatever, anyway, I'm expecting it'll be busy on Monday again as well. So anyway, uh, pretty good workout today. Uh, my my strength definitely uh, dipped down a little bit. Not not that much really, you know, but uh, a wee bit. So, I mean, I guess it was only two weeks and, um, but it's, it's movements like, I, I guess I'm not in the rhythm of doing it, but I think what I'm going to be doing is adding a second accessory movement day to my routine. So where currently it's, uh, I've got an, uh, a B type pattern. A, uh, is my day that I'm focused on progression and B is more accessory work and that kind of stuff. I think I'm going to add a, a C day in there. Um, just, I, I'm going to see how it goes, see if it helps me to meet those markers of progressions a little bit more effectively. I'm going to be throwing in different accessory moves probably I'm, I'm for bench press. At least I'm going to be doing some like Larson stuff maybe uh floor dumbbell floor press like Larson, which means you're not, you're taking your legs out of it. So straight legs in front of you just to focus more on the chest. And, um, anyway, well, we'll see how that goes. Uh, it, it is a difficult one bench press to, to progress on. So we'll do what we can. My concern with doing that was that if it's too far removed, if having, you know, three days, uh, alternating, it'd be take too long for me to get back to it. And, you know, you'd, have experienced more or less what I experienced today, which is that you're out of practice of it. Um, but because one of the things I'm planning to do is, is do some, still do bench press, but slightly different, so maybe slightly different rep range or whatever, maybe pauses at the bottom, uh, that kind of thing. I don't think my expectation is that it shouldn't, um, hamper. In fact, hopefully only improve upon what I'm able to do on the progression days. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. Oh, oh yeah, another thing. <laughs> so um, I've been noticing a lot of uh, people I know in the bodybuilding community, are, they, they like cream of rice. And I know white rice has been a, more or less a staple of bodybuilding diet. So I'm like, okay, white cream of rice, you know, maybe look into that. I guess there's a shortage of rice right now. So <laughs> the only one I could find actually was baby food. I'm like, eh, well, I mean, the macros look right. And it it says it's made with rice. There's just some fillers. There's like some skim milk powder, which, okay, that's not a problem. So, uh, so I picked some up and then sure enough, 
chatting with with some of my friends they're like yeah actually uh baby food is is not a terrible option because it's made it's designed for babies so it's easy to digest so it's just kind of funny you know in the interest of getting bigger eating baby food so i don't know if i'll keep it up i mean i don't know that there's a huge advantage to that over the um uh the overnight oats that i've been using prior to this so um yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see monday january 31st so back to it today uh i'm actually starting this week off with legs so just waiting for my car to warm up actually before i head off to the gym um so some interesting things going on here in the true north um there's a big trucking convoy going on and it's great like i saw portions of it that were coming through here and and the atmosphere around it was absolutely wonderful it was really positive it's um it's just organized and respectful and everything and um and i i did see the media try to hijack it a bit and so i know that some people on my social media who um they believe what they're told by these outlets are quite outraged by it which is crazy to me because they're so anyway uh, funny enough i had this one person decide to uh, point out something he observed which is he's like all these people shouting my body my choice i wonder you know what they feel about abortion so basically basically first of all insinuating it was only conservative people doing this and only conservative people uh who don't have um your views on abortion basically which is not entirely unfair but it's funny because um because i i when he says stupid crap like this, I usually call him out. And I'm like, okay, so yeah, so if you want to be perfectly consistent in your view, I suppose if... I'm like, well, I said actually first, well, you know that the reason they're doing this is not is not about that, but they're trying to draw attention to the fact that Justin Trudeau in the past was the one saying, your body, your choice. He was the one saying it, and now he's saying, no... I, you should put into your body what I tell you to, or else you're just taking up space and and these types of horrific things. And uh, so they were pointing his hypocrisy out. So um, by by making those statements. Now, I mean, I know this was too much for him to wrap his head around, but but I I said, okay, so what's your position? Are you because you know just basically assuming he was pro-mandate and uh, pro, uh, or not pro-abortion, but but pro-choice. Uh, um, now, he actually said, well, I'm, I'm in order, and it was more or less, it seemed to me like he was just trying to save face. He said, well, I'm, I'm pro-choice because I don't have a uterus, which is such a fucking stupid cop-out pussy of an answer anyway. You, you can't think you can't have an opinion because of your genitalia, eh? Because of your sex organs? Uh, well, I personally think with my brain, and that's where I come up with my thing. It's weird, though. He doesn't have an 18-wheeler, yet he has an opinion on the convoy. Hmm. How does that work? Anyway. Um, 
he so he said because I don't have a uterus I I uh, can't have an opinion on abortion therefore I'm pro-choice that doesn't make any sense you obviously do have an opinion but anyway um, and and I'm also I am consistent because I also am uh, anti-mandate although people should follow the science and um, and and get the vaccine and I'm like okay so and I'm like okay well the the convoy is that's what they're all about they're about uh, anti-mandates so sounds like you support them no I don't because there's Nazis doing it it's like well if you're upset about the number of Nazis you claim to be there um, and you support them seems to me it would make sense again for you to go and support them then that will reduce the volume of Nazis and you'll be supporting your your so-called claim and it's like no I don't like the division they're creating I'm like well that's funny you mention that because they're also against the division they don't like the division created between the unvaxxed and the vaxxed so why don't you go stand with them no I can't and it's like it, he excuse after excuse I'm like well I know it's just interesting to me you know your your original position was about how people some people in your opinion your observation was that uh, some people are say things that aren't consistent with what they truly value Huh. Hmm. You claim to be against the vision. You claim to be against vaccine mandates. Um, all these things, and yet you refuse to stand with these people who are fighting for those very things. All because, basically, of your narrow-minded ideological political political views. Well, um, that. Um, you know, you, you just listen to your side and, and when they say, no, no, these are bad guys, even though they represent exactly what you claim to care about, uh, you're going to fight against them. So um, it's interesting, you know, uh, it's interesting these uh, little inconsistencies we have. Um, so anyway, uh, looks like Looks like my car is getting uh, to the point where I can safely drive, so that's what I'll do. Go do some leg training. Woo-hoo. This is going to be fun. I did chest training the other day, um, and this is going to be... This This might hurt. My first leg day at the gym in a long time. Wish me luck. Okay, a quick follow-up. So I, I went to the gym. Uh, my card reader thing didn't work. So I had to come back home. Uh, I, I was quite surprised because there wasn't many people there. So I think the computer system was still down. So I had to leave and hang out at home for a couple hours and then come back. So, uh, but anyway, I, I got through it, did my leg workout. It was a little bit compressed. It was only about 40 minutes long, but it was good. It was legs and traps and uh, uh, it was nice to get back into it. Did some uh Romanian deadlifts with uh, with power shrugs as well as I did leg press. I did some squats, but only a couple sets just to kind of uh, get back in the rhythm of it. Um, uh, so it it was it was a good workout. Uh, although partway through uh, my squats, I actually had to cut them short. I this weird thing started happening. I'm gonna have to look into what it is, but I started getting this extreme pain in my temple, in my right temple. Which is weird because last night my I started having a weird issue with my eye. I started getting double vision in my uh, in my right eye. So, um, sheesh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, 
I hope they're not related and I hope it's nothing serious but uh, it was like intense pain as I was doing it it's I can still feel it as a matter of fact it, it got a little less intense as I was not lifting like I wasn't even lifting that heavy and I was breathing well I was focusing on my breathing and doing well so I really don't know what's going on but uh, hopefully nothing too serious it's Thursday February 3rd uh, I think I'll probably be bringing this uh, leg of my log to an end soon it's running I think close to an hour probably but uh, I'm gonna be changing it up so I'll log the next phase so um, basically so I've I've come off my mini cut um, and uh, and so what I've found I've been um, I, I haven't gained the strength particularly on bench press that I would have liked to over this time so the split I've been doing has been extremely enjoyable and and I think it's been working from a hypertrophy standpoint I have been getting bigger but I don't know the the strength markers aren't there like I say specifically for bench press and that's the one I've been really wanting to see those things for I'm I know my uh, my rack pull has been improving um, but yeah that doesn't seem to be the case for bench press so I decided I would try to look at a different way to break up my program I'm going to be using a program. It's sort of a variation of, of a uh, program I bought from Faz Lifts. Um, it's his tactician program, but I'm not going to do it quite the way he suggests it. Um, he's got it set up very much like a power building type program. Um, but it's anyway, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's going to be different. So I'll do that for a few weeks and and see how that goes. Uh, the other thing that's that's changing is my gym at work is supposed to be reopening fairly soon so so I'll be able to uh, and I'll be going back to work full-time um, so there a lot of changes coming up anyway so I figure I'll, I'll start off fresh probably um, as those changes take effect um, what can I say here with this leg of the program how would I sum it up or at least because I think I started this one around January 6th so it's uh, about a month about a month that I've been doing this and which has included mini cut uh, um, it's it's been okay slow and steady progress I think um, I think one thing I definitely learned about the mini cut process it does seem to be the case that for about every month in um, gaining mode while lean gaining uh, about a week in cutting mode seems to be about right to kind of uh, shed some of that fat it is it does come with some frustrations in a sense because it's like you see your weight you know go up and then down it feels like you're kind of just spinning your wheels but hopefully hopefully even if there's just like an ounce of extra <laughs> lean muscle there then then it's a win but um uh, I'd say those are the main takeaways. Like I said, my, my body part split seems to be good in terms of hypertrophy strength. I'm not sure. Um, it's hard to say, and, and as I've documented elsewhere, it's it's hard to measure those things with all the changes, with, with the lockdowns and changing gyms and those kinds of things. So, um, 
maybe maybe if I were to have you know four or five weeks of uninterrupted gym time I would be able to measure progress a little bit more easily but anyway I'm going to try this new program and and um, hopefully that's going to set it up for um, for the progress I'm looking for and because it would be nice to get the the strength gains it's a little bit easier to measure progress that way than just looking in the mirror so um, yeah so that's pretty much it for today